Good morning, church. Happy Sabbath. Isn't today a beautiful day? Sunny, it's not really that hot yet. Maybe it can get hot, but I don't know. It's a beautiful day. Let's pray before we start with the sermon. Heavenly Father, at this moment, oh Lord, I want to ask you for your holy presence to be here, for your Holy Spirit to be with each one of us and to appeal to our hearts and minds, and for you to use me, O oh Lord. As you know that this is for your glory and this is your message for us, O oh Lord. Help me to deliver this message to my brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name, we're going to ask all of this. Amen. All right. Let's open our Bibles in Second Timothy, chapter 1. 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7. The title for the sermon today is Fearless Heart. And we are going to talk about something that you know very well. And I know that very well too. Chapter 1 of 2 Timothy, verse number 7. For God did not give us a spirit of tim- timidity. Some other verses, uh, sorry, versions says fear. But a spirit of power and love and self-discipline. Simple as that. It's a simple verse. God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. You know, if it's something I remember when I was a teenager back in Peru, and I remember having 12, 13 years old, is that I was afraid of one thing, dogs. I really was afraid of dogs. And why was that? Because back in those days, between my age of 11 to 13 or 14 years old, I remember being bitten by at least four or five dogs. I don't know what happened. Every time I go by, you try to be nice with the dog, and the dog moving the tail, and I did something, and there is the dog. And you're like, man, and then you go to the doctor and all that thing, and they give you the speech, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. And the doctor says, well, we have to do some tests. Let's talk to the owner of the dog so we can bring the dog and we can see the dog for a week. Watch the dog for a week. If the dog reacts and, you know, have rabies and all of that, then we have to, you know, put some, what? Chats in your belly. And they say that chats all over your belly so that way you won't die. And there I am, afraid all the time, beaten by four or five dogs. And they were beautiful, sometimes small, big dogs. So they, they start telling me, my friends, my family, you know what? When you go around dogs, because we see that you have a problem, you are going to be doing something. If the dog comes to you, you don't move. You stay there quietly, don't say anything. You just stay there. And that's what I did. At least two of those times, even that I did that, they bite me. You know, you go there, the dog, you know, you're running like a little kid going there, and then the dog is coming. It's funny because everybody, what's wrong? The dog, the dog is coming, the dog. And the dog is coming, <laughs> smells around, and then I'm so happy when they start, I mean, the dog starts moving away, and here, moving really slow. I remember when I used to ride my bike, the thing that they say, you know, because the dogs like to, you know, follow and they, 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 they chase the, the bikers. And when you are on the bike, the dogs come there like two or three dogs, especially in Peru. You have dogs everywhere. 
You know, it's not like here that they have fans. They are outside. Happy dogs outside. Freedom. And then when you are riding a bike, they come running to you, two or three of them. And there you are with your legs, doing that, doing that, just trying to get the dogs away from you. And when they say to me, you never do that. Why? Because when you do that, you're giving the whole leg to the dog, and the dog is going to bite you. So what you have to do is start riding faster. So when the leg moves faster, the dog cannot bite you. And there I am, riding faster. And when you live in the city, you don't have that many places to just ride fast. You know, like here, you ride and ride for blocks, you know, and you don't have a stop sign. So there long blocks, not over there. You're riding fast, and you realize a lot of people there, you have to stop. <clears throat> There's the dog. Didn't work. Nothing really did. I mean, that, I mean, they gave me all these instructions. How to do it, it didn't work. And I was afraid of dogs. Every time I go someplace, I see that if, if it's a dog outside, I just prefer to just cross the street to the other side, and I see the dog from far away, and I'm running, I'm mean, walking, just looking at the dog, and then I'm so happy. My heart starts pumping. There's the dog. Not because I love the dogs, because I was afraid of them. Fear. And maybe you are not afraid of something as dogs or, you know, some animal. Maybe you are afraid of spiders. Some people are afraid of spiders. Some people are afraid of just a fly. I remember my girl, Jessica. It was Jessica or Daniel. When they were little, they were afraid of flies. A oh, fly. They start crying. A oh, fly. It's just a fly. Yeah, but they come and they, you know, stab in my face. A fly. You and I, we are afraid sometimes of many things. And we have fear. And what, the God, and what our God is telling us today is, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. The spirit of fear. And I'm going to read this again. For God did not give us a spirit of some other versions, and I like that one, of fear. If God didn't give us the spirit of fear, then fear is coming from some other place, isn't it? If God is not a God that tells you all the time you need to be afraid, you need to be afraid because he's going to come and do something to you, then fear and being afraid is coming from some other place. Somebody is teaching you wrong or somebody is trying to make you think that being afraid is okay. And that's usually Satan. Be afraid of the Lord. If you don't do something, the Lord is going to punish you. If you don't dress this way, the Lord is going to do this way. If you don't smile, if you smile, well, they say this. If you don't smile, that's wrong. If you smile, that's wrong too because that's too much. You have to be in the middle. And you are in fear all the time. What are they going to do? And your Christian lives go like that, like walking. Oh, if I make a mistake, I'm afraid that something is going to happen to me. I'm bad. Fear. And in the Bible, you find two or three different kinds of fear. And I say two or three because some of them, they say it's only two. Some other ones, no, it's three different kinds of fear. One is the fear of the Lord. And you know that one. Is the kind of fear that makes you recognize that the Lord is holy. And because you know the Lord is holy, you are going to sense his presence and you are going to do something for that holiness. Something happened. The other kind of fear that they said is the one that when, that, that, you know, when you see in the Bible, when you read that, 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 that people see an angel, they were 
you know, they got fear. They, 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 they were afraid of the angel and they got stuck. Like, what is going to happen now? It's very much close to the one that we are going to talk in a few seconds. But then the other fear is the one that Paul is talking about. The spirit of fear. And that one is the bad one. And that one is the one that we all experiment. That's the one that we all practice many times. That's the one that sometimes we think it's all right. Okay, it's fine. I'm afraid. I fear. You know what? The spirit of fear, when you compare the spirit of fear with the Holy Spirit, the spirit of fear is going to do something in your life. Affects your life. In such a way that, that you are going to be doing things that sometimes as Christians you are not supposed to be doing or thinking. Let's think this way for a second before we keep reading. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and even during the prayer, here I hear Kerr Mountain say, you know, Lord, fill us with your Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit that is going to make you move and praise the Lord is the good Spirit, isn't it? Is the one that is going to make you move. Is the one that is going to make you think good things. Is the one that is going to move you in the right way. Is the one that is going to say, you know what, God? Here I am to worship your name. I mean, your name. Forget everybody else. I have the spirit of the Lord. But then, this other spirit is the one that also, just like the Holy Spirit or the spirit of the Lord, is going to live here and you and I are the ones who probably allow this spirit to live here and that's why they call it spirit that spirit lives here and just like the Holy Spirit made you do things the spirit of the Lord made you just you know do things automatically this spirit of fear is going to make you just not do things it's going to make you like stop doing things Paul, when we read this verse again, and I want you to be here with me. I mean, I want you to listen. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity. And then in the next section, he is trying, this is just like Paul. He's trying to tell us what the spirit of timidity is going, or timidity, or fear, is going to do in your life. You said, Pastor, but what do you mean? For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and self-discipline. When you are in fear, you fear, sorry, you know, or you think, sorry, that you don't have any power at all. You feel powerless. Powerless. When you have fear, you think, you think that you that, sorry, that nobody loves you and you love yourself less than anybody else because you are afraid, you have fear. And when you have fear, you don't have self-discipline or like some other verse, a, a, a version says, you don't have self-control. Let me give you these examples. The spirit of fear is going to make him think that whatever happened in his life, 
He, does, he doesn't have any power. There's no hope at all for him. So he's going to be stuck in the same place all, all, I mean, all his life. He's not going to change. I am afraid of people. So what do you do about it? I don't talk to people. Do you at least say hello to them? I did a few times, but it was really bad. They didn't answer me back, so I just don't talk to people. But don't you think you have the power to change that? If you keep saying hello to those people, if you keep loving to those people, maybe, but I don't think I can do that. The fear that you have inside is going to make you think that you cannot do anything to change that. We know God can do it, and that's why God, here Paul says, God is the one that gives power. And the power that, that, that Paul is using here is not only the power of doing things, but it's the power of being so bold about knowing that God can do many things, that you preach about it, that you talk about it, and you live by that. And that's a huge difference. God is going to give you the power to overcome fear. Fear makes you think that you are powerless. And before the eyes of God, God says you are not powerless. I'm going to give you the power so you can overcome fear and anything that you think you can do it. You see that? Again, I keep reading, sorry, I keep going to this verse. Fear is going to make you think that nobody loves you. And maybe it's going to make you think that you are so bad, that your life is so bad, that you love less yourself. I mean, you're kind of like, I don't love myself. Yeah, but you're, you're a good person. I saw you at church doing things. I'm not good. Yeah, but look, look, God is using you through his power. He's giving that power to you. And I saw you singing. I saw you doing great things at church. No, I cannot do it. That's why when a pastor goes around asking people or, or when we have nominating committees saying, brother, you have been elected to do this job. I can't do it. That's not my call. I cannot do it. And here we are telling them, you have the power of the Lord, right? Yes, I do. So then you can do it. No, I cannot do it. Really? But brother, you can go here up front, and maybe you don't have to preach, but you can give your testimony from, from, from here, and everybody's going to be like, shocked. Why? It's going to be an impact. No. No, something happened when I get there. I start shaking. Some, no, I can't. And you start thinking less about you. That way of thinking is going to start bringing you down. And love for yourself is not going to be there anymore. Because you are going to start thinking about you so low. You cannot do anything. And the Bible is clear that if you want to love someone, says you have to love yourself first. So that means that if you don't love yourself first, then forget about loving somebody else. You can tell me I love somebody else. No, you don't. Because you don't love yourself first. And fear is all over you. To the point that you cannot love even the ones that believe in you so much. But then I like this other one. Fear takes control of you and you don't have any more control of yourself. 
Your self-control is gone. And that's, I like that one. You know why? Because that happened to everyone. If I do something, so, sorry, let, let's put it this way. If something happened in the church, let's imagine an earthquake. We don't want an earthquake. I know that pastor don't talk about earthquakes because they go, no, no, no. If, if an earthquake happened in this church, I'm going to see, including myself, everybody losing the self-control and going different places. <laughs> My brother trying to keep his, his own self-control when he's afraid because he is afraid of earthquakes. I remember he used to do this. Back in Peru, you have earthquakes all the time. And when you are living in the seventh floor, the apartment, the seventh floor, believe me, it's not like being here. After he moves like, you know, like, wow, he moves a lot. And you hear the windows shaking and all of that. And I remember every time we had an earthquake, my brother used to do this to control his fear. Start jumping. Jumping. Now, you will probably say, Pastor, why did he start jumping? His idea was simple. He says, if I stay here, I'm going to shake. If I'm in the air, I'm not going to shake. So I'm going to control that fear by jumping. I'm not afraid. I see everybody running away, but I'm in control here. Can you imagine if we do that here with an earthquake, all the brothers jumping and living like this, the church? Just think, when we are afraid... And we have fear, we lose our own self-control and we do things that we are not supposed to be doing. Some of you were, what? Yield and cry, really. I mean, <laughs> out of fear. Some of you were scream really loud. Some of you will get really mad. Come on, move, move, move. Get out of my way. Get out. Some of you don't even care about anybody else and you step on top of everybody because you want to leave this building before it falls on you. Fear does that. Now you know that and I know that. Because you went through that. And God, through Paul, is saying, I'm going to repeat, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity or fear, but a spirit, and again, that's something that lives here, a spirit of power, of love, and self-discipline. Which power is that? Do you remember the power in Acts chapter 1 before Jesus left this place? He said, stay there and wait for what? For the Holy Spirit, which is going to give you the power to what? Do things. That's the power that the Lord is going to give you. That's the power that this church is going to need if this church wants to ministry outside in this community. That's the power that you and I are go I mean, is going to need if. If we want to talk about Jesus Christ, the living Jesus Christ who is coming back again for the second time for you and me. We need that power. That power is the power of God who is willing to give it to everyone here. 
That's the power that when we come and I said, Brother Jim, I need you to do something in the church. Was that, Pastor? I need you to sing. Me singing, you singing. But I don't sing very well. I don't sing very well either. But I'm really bad. Many of these brothers are really bad. But I have tattoos. Many of them are hiding tattoos. Really? I want you to sing. And the Lord is going to give him the power and the boldness and the, what else? Courage to go there and do the job. And you never know. Maybe we are going to have someone with a new talent because we were afraid. Afraid that we're not going to do a good job. We need that power. We need that love. That love. Before I go to the love, I want you to open your Bibles in Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. And you are going to remember this, this, this story. This is a story of Jesus and his disciples on the lake. You remember that? Chapter 8 of Matthew, verse 23. Then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Without warning, a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, up, woke him saying, Lord, save us. We are going to drown. He replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves and he was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obeyed him. He was sleeping. He was relaxed. Now you tell me, you have a big storm, a storm in a small boat and the boat moves. Are you going to wake up or not? You are going to wake up. If you have water, because it says that water was coming in the boat, so that means that Jesus once in a while received some water in his face, and he was sleeping. Did he care about his disciples? Yes, he did. But he was sleeping. That doesn't make any sense, Pastor. Water was coming, and the disciples, experienced fishermen, who probably, and I say probably, probably know how to swim, they were afraid. And if you read this verse, you have exclamation marks all over. That it says, Jesus, wake up. Don't you see we are dying? What's wrong with you? Don't you see? Wake up. They lose control. Lose control of their boat. I mean, the, 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 uh, the boat. They know they didn't have any control in the weather. It was a bad situation. We are sinking. But someone was there sleeping. And someone was blaming the Savior, your Savior. You are not doing anything. You're just sleeping. And when he wakes up, he says, what? Don't you have faith? Don't you have at least a little bit of faith? What's wrong with you? Don't you trust me that I can do things? 
Don't you know that I'm here next to you? I'm sleeping. You probably don't even notice. All this time I was sleeping fine. But then when you got a problem with the storm, now you come running to me and you come pointing the finger at me? No. Don't you have faith? Why are you afraid? And that's what happens in our lives. One person can give us the power. And only one person has the power to overcome the storms in your life and my life. And that's Jesus Christ. And the boat is sinking. Your life is sinking. Everybody is telling you, you better change the way you are living. Everybody, including God, is sending you a message. It's time to, to, to change. And you are sinking. You don't realize that God, Jesus Christ, is next to you. He has the power to do something. But these disciples are trying to get the water by themselves. We can do it. This church is a boat. A big boat. Look at this. Look like the ark. Doesn't it? Look. Everything is that. Wood up there. We just need a second floor and maybe a little bit longer. And we bring some animals. And we have the ark. Right? This is a boat and you are part of this boat. And other than just being saying, Lord, give us the power to do things. Lord, give us the powers to just fill up this boat, this ark with a lot of people. We keep complaining. Look, you, you're not doing your job. Look, you're not doing your part. Look, I'm relaxing because I'm just, you know, resting after so many years working at church. Now your time to do something. I'm going to be watching you. Other than being pointing the fingers like the disciple went to Jesus and said, Jesus, don't you see we are dying? You, pastor, don't you see we are sinking? First elders, don't you see we are sinking here? Other than do that, I mean doing that, talk to the Lord. He has the power. He has the power. You don't have to be afraid, church. Orange church, you don't have to be afraid. They need to be afraid of us because we have the power of the Lord. But they are going to be afraid not because we are ugly people that like to chop heads. But because we bring the spirit, the power, the hope to many that don't know about Jesus Christ. And that Jesus Christ lives here. But nobody is waking him up. And we know the power is there. We have the power. We have, we need to have this, the power of the spirit of love. And that mentions the verse. The power, the love. Not only about you believing in yourself that you can do things for the Lord. That's why he calls you. That's why you are sitting here. That's why he's talking to you maybe today. But he's giving you the power for you to share with others and love them. Other than just being thinking about other things. And that's what I like when he said, we are here to worship the Lord. Yes, are we? Yes, amen. That's good. If we are here to worship the Lord, it's because we love them, right? I mean, we love him, right? You are not here to worship Kurt Mountain. Kurt, if you stop right there, I want everybody. You are not here to worship me. Look at me. 
you are here to worship the Lord. And if you are here to worship the love, I mean, the Lord, that's coming out of love that you have for him. And that love needs to be shared with others. And that worship needs to be only focused on him and nobody else if you are here for the Lord. The love, the power, and self-discipline or self-control. And what's that, brother? Do you know that? When it was the last time you got fear and out of fear, you thought, oh, I have to say something about it. I'm going to lose my position in the church. I'm going to lose my, my, the thing that I've been doing for years. It's time to say something about it. Out of fear of losing something that the Lord is giving you. Pastor, that's the way I am. I say things because that's the way I am. I'm a very clear, direct person. That's the way I am. And in the name of the Lord, we lose control of ourselves. That cannot happen in the house of the Lord among his people. He gives you power. And power only comes from God. He gives you love. And love and power only comes from God. Open your Bibles, the last verse. And first... John chapter 4.18. And you know that one. 4.18. There is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And sometimes we see love as something cheap, as something that we don't have to even talk about it. We see love as something that, you know, that's something that we have to talk less and less and we have to talk about some other issues, Pastor. And you know what? John is saying that fear is going to be going away from your life if you practice love. And if you are afraid and you don't practice love, that means you don't know God. They are, they are directly related. It's not one thing and then it's another. You love someone because God loves you and you are going to do it. And that's not only a thing that you maybe have to do it. That's a requirement. Like going to college, it's a requirement for you to do it. If you said God is here, if you have fear and you, got, and, and you want God to take that fear away, Start practicing more love and love. Trust in the power of God. Be sure that that love is here. And take control of your life based on the power and the love that God is going to give you here. Only then, only then, we are going to accomplish great things, church. Only then you are not going to be afraid of what, of what is going to happen in your life in front of you. 
You're probably thinking, hey, pastor, you know, I have these problems and I'm really afraid what is going to happen to me in two, in two months because maybe I'm going to lose my house. I'm afraid that what is going to happen in two, uh, I mean, this year because we have some new leadership at the church. I'm afraid of what is going to happen in my job because, you know, they're just kicking out people and I am one of them. And I don't know what is, and I'm afraid of what is going to happen. Practice, receive the power of the Lord. The same spirit that is going to bring you peace. That we mentioned that before. Practice love. Give yourself for others. Love your neighbor. But more than that, love yourself. Because God loves you. And self-control your life. Don't allow... To come out of your mouth words that you are not supposed to be saying. Don't allow to show others and for others to see actions that you are not supposed to be doing. God wants you to not be afraid. And we are, if we are not afraid, afraid, and the Spirit of the Lord is here in this church, we are going to do great things for him and him alone. Not for the glory of the pastor, not for the glory of the church board, not for the glory of yourself, but for the glory of God and God alone. Because he has called you as myself, to serve before, before his presence. He has called you to respond only to God and listen to his voice and allow you, he's calling you to allow yourself to be led by him so you, sorry, so he can absolutely do miracles through you. We can't waste any more time. Jesus Christ is coming and lives are getting lost. We cannot waste any more time. Don't think about fear. You have the Lord. Don't think about being afraid. He is with you. Believe that if you say you are a Christian. Be bold about it. And don't be ashamed of walking around saying that Jesus Christ is coming or that you are an Adventist. We need people with fearless hearts. We need you. God is calling you. The question at the end is simple. Are you going to respond to his call? Are you going to be afraid and say, no, what the pastor says is not true? I'm going to go back to my house, close the door, double lock it, da, 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 da. I'm going to watch TV, I forget everything else. What are you going to be doing? This is an appeal to you and me. God wants people like you. Trust in Him. The Lord is going to give you the power, the love, and he's going to help you with that self-control of self-discipline. Let's pray. Heavenly Father,
we want that power. We don't want to be afraid anymore. As a pastor and a human being, I've been afraid many times. As my brothers also, I know. Oh Lord, help us to take that fear out of our bodies and minds. Help us to replace that fear, as you said in the Bible, with love. Help us to have faith in that power that you are willing to give us. And that you said, just wait. Once you get it, you are going to be able to preach. You are going to be able to talk. You are going to be able to work for me. You are going to be able to reach others in Orange. Lord, help us to be self-disciplined. To control our lives. Help us to Say the things that we are supposed to be saying. Other than saying you're not doing the job. Saying God needs you to do the job. Other than saying you know you're not a good Christian. Saying God loves you and he's willing to change your life. So you can be also his image. Help us O Lord. To self-control our actions. Help us O Lord to be prepared. Not only for this new year working. Not only for our life once we leave this church and we confront problems at work or, at the fa- or, or with our families and our neighborhood. Help us to be prepared, Lord. So when you appear in the heavens, we are ready to go home. Taking the right character because we learn to self-discipline ourselves. Oh, Lord, bless this church. If this church is here, it's because you have a plan for this church. If you are calling people to work in this church, bless that people. Because I know that you are calling those people for a reason, Lord. Help us not to put ourselves first. Help us to put you first in our lives. Change our hearts. Change the way we think. Be with this church always. In Jesus' name, we want to ask all of this. Amen.